Welcome to the All About Real Estate Marketing Podcast. My name is Nina Doron and I'm your host. If you're a real estate professional or investor, this is the podcast for you. I think you'll agree with me that a house is likely the largest financial asset for the majority of the population. And like any other product, it needs to be marketed in order to attract the right buyers so that it can sell faster and sell for more. So the objective of this podcast is really simple. It's to share with you the greatest marketing strategies and tactics in order to help you set your property apart from its competitors. And of course, ultimately to help you grow your real estate business. Welcome back to the All About Real Estate Marketing Podcast show. Um, well, 2020 has been all about pivoting and applying new and trying new marketing techniques, hasn't it? Um, because with so physical distancing measures still in place, how properties are being marketed is ever-changing. There are many creative ways to market a property beyond the traditional in-person showings and open houses. And we are seeing that virtual uh, viewings combined with video is now prominent and may be really the way to go for months and could be what the future is going to look like for years to come too. I recently had the pleasure of meeting Jody Krangle, virtually of course, and immediately asked her to be a guest on the show. You see, Jody has a pretty interesting career and service offering. Uh, Jody, a uh, quick bio, Krangle is um, or has been a voice actor since 2007 and has worked with clients from major brands all over the world, including Dell, BBVA, Kraft, as well as Visit Orlando. And over the years, uh, doing what she does, she's learned a lot about sound and how it influences people. And she also has a podcast, funny enough, and the subject is called Audio Branding, the Hidden Jam of Marketing. So uh, after the podcast, if you're still interested uh, to uh, find a little bit more information about Jody's podcast or a little bit about what she does, um, visit Audio Podcast. Uh, audiobrandingpodcast.com. That's audiobrandingpodcast.com. And then uh, you can also visit her at her website, which is voiceoversandvocals.com. So further, the reason why I wanted to have Jody on the show is because according to research, we retain about 10% of what we see and 30 to 40% of what we see and hear and when combined with uh, what we see, what we hear, and what we do, um, that number goes up to 90%. But for today's purpose, we are focusing on the what we see and what we hear. And so just like uh, not all visuals are the same, not all sounds are the same. So let's listen to what a sound expert has to share about how adding audio can boost your marketing efforts. Okay. Hi, Jody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on here. I appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. So as you know, um, I previously mentioned that the show is for realtors. It's called the All About uh, Real Estate Marketing. Mm -hmm. And our target audience is um, the realtors. And so we're, the realtors are always looking for uh, new and creative ways to market their uh, their listings and their properties and 
since we are uh, still in somewhat of a lockdown mode, even though things are op starting to open up. Yeah, uh, open not quite houses. where we are though, right? No, <laughs> yeah. no, not quite, not quite. But, you know, um, open houses, they're still not allowed to have uh, in-person open houses there. Mm -hmm. They still have to do that virtually. And so video over the last, I guess, few months now, has it been a few months, two months? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. More than two months now, I think. Well, since um, March 10th yeah. or something like that? That's Some, right. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, so three months, really. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. that more video has played a really prominent role in the world mm -hmm. of real estate. However, what I've been seeing is that um, the video has been combined with music, but rarely voice, right? Mm -hmm. Like rarely somebody walking by um, and describing what the property is. Uh, looks like and all the great features of the, the, the listing. And so, you know, when I met you, uh, I, I think it just all worked out really, really well. And I thought, oh my God, <laughs> it'd be great to have Jody on the show because I've always thought that the videos would be so much greater with uh, a voiceover. Mm -hmm. So Jody, tell me how did, how does one become a voice actor? <laughs> well, I guess you need to know it exists first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I, I only know it from the perspective of um, animated movies, right? Yes. Yeah. There, and there's a lot of great stuff that voiceover people, voice actors do in mm. like animation and video games and audiobooks and that kind of stuff. And that's none of what I do. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Uh, but Tell uh, well, I came at this as a musician rather than an actor. So, because um, I've been a singer all my life. So when I decided I wanted to do something new and interesting, mm -hmm. using my voice was just kind of the first thing that occurred to me. And um, I had done some volunteer work for the CNIB. So that sort of got me thinking around mm -hmm. that. That was in like 95, 96. We were still using reel-to-reel -reel tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Those wow. are cool now. Yeah, it's a little, uh, we're a little ahead of that now. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that was where the bug bit, I guess. I actually didn't get into voiceovers until around 2007, right before the big crash in 2008. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah, you, you learn, you learn lessons and it probably took me about two and a half years to actually start making a living mm -hmm. because there's a lot of hats you have to wear as a, a voice actor. Um, you need to be your own business person. You need to invoice. You need to have a studio and be your own audio engineer. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to go out and be your own marketing person because you have to go out and get your own business. <laughs> there's, right. there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, I think a lot of people would find that intimidating. I kind of love it. <laughs> Well, that, that's what we are all in, right? Like myself yeah. included and realtors too. Like we're, we all wear many different hats being totally. self-employed and entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's different for all of us, but in, mm -hmm. in a way, it's also the same. <laughs> right, right. We all have to be our own media empires, I guess. Yes. Um, but it, when it comes to real estate stuff, it seems to me that real estate agents could have an audio brand of their own. For so, sure. Yeah. So in order to make themselves more memorable and really hit the heart of the people they're reaching, mm -hmm. picking music that is who you are, you know, not 
like, yes, it will fit the home, but you know, if you're branding yourself as a real estate agent Mm -hmm. or a stager or whatever it is you're doing, you have a certain style, you have a personal brand Mm -hmm. and, and whatever music you're using and whatever voice you put on your videos should reflect that. So something to think about. Yeah, no, it's a great point because um, I, I do videos too. I do videos mm-hmm. of before and afters and my video, um, and I pair it with music and my music, um, how do I describe it? It's, it's, it's soothing, mm-hmm. but happy, you know? Yes. And, yeah. and I guess that, uh, that resonates well with myself and my brand, which mm-hmm. is like peppier and calm right and yeah so, yeah yeah you're right I didn't really put a lot of thought behind that but maybe that's that's what that's it's how it all worked out yeah, yeah. well also keep in mind that you're also pre-qualifying people when you mm-hmm. use that audio branding because mm-hmm. it lets them know really quickly with this emotional shorthand who you are Right. And so you attract the people that are attracted to that and you repel the people that aren't, yeah. you know, so, so you work with people who get you, That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. that's it's, the whole point, right? Like we are not for everybody. Yes. And it's, it's another good filter, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So now tell me about from a voice acting perspective, do you have to have a certain type of voice? No, not at all. To, Actually, for it to work well or resonate well with the listener. I think it depends on how you use it, not what it sounds like. So the reason that uh, I might resonate with particular brands or particular types of projects would be completely different from someone who has a very different voice type from mine. Mm -hmm. And there's a place for all of it. But what what the commonality is in all this is that all of us who do voiceovers get coaching. So this is a very artificial environment. I mean, you can't see from my background, but I am sitting in a five by four padded room with headphones on my head and a microphone in my face. <laughs> and yet I'm, I'm speaking a script when I'm working for a client, I'm performing a script mm-hmm. where I have to imagine I'm talking to someone where I have to imagine something, some scene is going on in my head before right. I actually have to speak the words on this page. Thereby acting. So, yeah, thereby acting. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of where that comes in. Although it's a different thing from, say, acting for a video game or an animation uh, mm-hmm. project. You know, that's, that's a little different. But at the same time, you are still making it sound real. Mm-hmm. And that is acting. Yeah. So making an artificial environment sound like it's not mm-hmm. is really where the acting comes in. For and sure. it's the coaching. Yeah. It's, it's the coaching that's going to get you to that place. Yeah. So really it doesn't matter what type of voice you have. Mm-hmm. It only matters what you do with it. Yes. Because you're right. Like, um, you know, I, I do, I record an intro for this mm-hmm. podcast uh, for when I have guests um, separately. And you're right. It's very hard to sound uh, not to sound artificial and like a yeah. robot, right? Yeah. So you yeah. have to sound like it's somewhat natural mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And some people are just not comfortable with it. So yeah. Yeah. what do you recommend that they would do to get a little bit more comfortable with it? Well, I think if you're 
if you're just doing this on a semi-regular basis and, you know, every once in a while or whatever, if you're reading a script, maybe put a picture of someone you know and like in front of you <laughs> so that you actually look, you actually feel like you're talking to somebody. Right. Because if your voice is just going out in the ether and you don't really know who it is you're talking to, that makes it sound less real. And That's true. Yeah. And what people really want right now is mm -hmm. authenticity. So, mm -hmm. or maybe like put a picture of someone who might be your ideal audience in front of you and, and think, yeah, think about who that is and, and you're talking to that person. Mm -hmm. Because really when it comes to podcasts, especially you're talking to one person because mm -hmm. one person is listening to you in their earphones. Right. You know, so yeah, it's, but it's, it's a trick. You have to trick your mind. And it is. And it's and, something you can get better with as time passes. And people do say that they can hear when you're smiling, when you're talking. Yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. So yes. That's another trick, isn't it? To smile totally. when you talk because your yeah. tone does change. It totally does. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and there's, you know, when you have warmth in your voice, there's being able to manipulate the sound that you get from your vocal instrument mm -hmm. is definitely something that voice actors are trained to do. But I don't think it's something that is specific to voice actors. I think mm -hmm. speakers do it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, really anyone can do it if they practice. It's, mm -hmm. But it's something specifically voice actors get coaching for. Right. <laughs> so that it can sound natural and real. <laughs> you That's know? awesome. Yeah. So, um, I have another question. Mm -hmm. um, so now in the real estate world, realtors come from all walks of, of life, right? Sure. And um, being, in, uh, being in Canada and in the greater Toronto area, um, we're a very multilingual uh, society. Sure. And so there, again, there are many different uh, realtors out there. Some have uh, accents and some have really heavy accents. Mm -hmm. And so that makes them a little bit more uncomfortable to do this type of work, like to do, sure. you add voice over uh, into their video. What do you recommend for some someone like that? Well, I think it depends on how how um, how much the accent keeps you from understanding. So if there is so much of an accent that it's hard to understand, then you're making people work harder than maybe they should. If it's a little bit of an accent, I, it's real, you know. Yeah. And and you're selling to people who want what you are offering. So you know, your, your audience is likely to be people who will understand you just fine. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it really, it depends. If you're really uncomfortable with it, then hire someone like me to do it for you, you know, and in that case, maybe you reach a wider audience. Maybe you don't want to reach a wider audience. I mean, it really, it depends on what your goals are, really. Right. Right. Awesome. So now what does it mean to hire someone like you? Like, um, you know, realtors know what it, what costs are to hire photographers, videographers, mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, buying stock photos and stock music and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, as a voice actor, like, what would it mean for them to hire somebody like you? Well, it's a lot like using music for your videos. Uh, you typically license the music that you're going to use on a commercial project, and mm -hmm. you're licensing a voice at the same time. That's it's okay. it's less about the time it takes me to do it, and more about how many people are seeing it and how long is it going to be where it is. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's more about how much money it's going to make for you, really. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it's like a, right. a really small percentage of 
however much money you're going to make from, from selling that home or whatever else you're doing. Um, I can say that generally when it comes to these kinds of things, I am probably on the more expensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really depends on how long the script is too. Right. So, you know, I would budget anywhere from 300 to $400 for, okay. uh, for right. a voice talent. Yeah. Okay. So, um, cause you know, your and, videos are usually like, I would say some videos are a little bit longer, but generally mm-hmm. under three minutes. Yeah. And that's, that's around. That's about yeah. right. Okay. Anything under five minutes and you can probably get away with that pricing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. That's great to know. Um, So now you and I did speak a little bit about um, equipment and room setup. And obviously, Mm -hmm. I I am not a professional like you. I don't have the room setup, a studio. I don't have the equipment. Not a lot of people do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right now, I'm using uh, the mic from an earbud, right? Uh Yeah. To to get started to do uh, add voiceover to our videos, what what do you recommend in terms of a room setup? Like right now, my office, I don't mm-hmm. have a studio. Like I said, I'm doing this in my office. And my office is an open concept space. I don't even have a sure. door. And yeah. so it gets very echoey and probably mm-hmm. going to show up with this recording. But yeah, anyway, it's what fine. Kind of advice <laughs> do you have to offer for us? Well, um, first of all, I would say that the reason that you pay a voice actor is so that you don't have to deal with that because (laughs) typically they have the setup, they can get you the voice without any echo, you know, perfectly clean, etc. So that's what you pay someone else for. But if you want to do it yourself, the, the thing I would say is find as quiet a space as you possibly can and face into a corner of the room that maybe you treat with a bit of foam or moving blankets on each corner so that you round out that corner. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Like just like sort of cover it with, you know, some kind of material that will block the sound waves. Basically you, you want to make it so that what's surrounding you isn't quite such a hard surface. And okay. if you have something behind you, maybe just like a, um, like a portable uh, clothes, line or something like that you know like a a, um, like a rack those are called like a rack yeah like a clothes rack you know just put that behind you and drape a a a blanket over it oh make yourself a tiny little studio yeah (laughs) yeah you could totally and it does not have to cost a lot of money it really doesn't the only other thing I would say is if you're going to use a mic maybe a USB mic is just fine Um, but an actual mic I wouldn't Mm. use like you know like a, a headphone Mike. Okay, that's what I'm using right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, again, it does not have to be very expensive. Awesome. You, know, you can get a lot done with very inexpensive solutions. Yes, that is true. Like right now, I, I do want to do more videos. And so mm-hmm. I've invested in a light ring. Yes, yeah. But now I need to invest in a good mic. Yeah. Also, if you're on video, if you have something, if you have like a backdrop behind you, again, that's why you can use the the, the portable clothes rack, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you can like drape your whatever your background is over mm-hmm. top of that and have a background. And if you're close in enough, you won't mm-hmm. see where it ends. <laughs> that's true. You know what? Maybe next time I'll do this in my closet. There's lots of mm-hmm. soft surfaces in there. Yeah, you totally. And I know a lot of voice actors who have done that in the past. Yeah, really? totally. Okay. Oh, yeah. When, right. when we're traveling and we still have to work, uh, portable rigs, a lot of them, they end up using closets 
uh, <gasps> while they're traveling and like hanging up the mic with like um what do they call it? And it's like a ninja. They call it a ninja. It's oh, like yes, this, yes. this yeah thing. Yeah, and yeah. and it's kind of like this. Um, it's like an arm that you can mm -hmm. kind of hang from things, yeah. uh, and or um, they use the luggage rack thing, and okay. they put that on top of the table that people use when they're doing their business stuff, okay. like a, a you know a sitting table, and then drape a blanket over it and put okay. pillows behind it, and okay. there you have your pillow fort, right? Like sure. all sorts of voice actors have like pillow fort stories. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's pretty regular. <laughs> well, well, right now I am sitting facing a tiny little corner in my office, mm -hmm. so I'm facing the yep. wall. But I did put up a, a soft surface, so next time I will try that and see how the sounds yeah. differ. It should help. It should help yeah. a lot, actually. Awesome, that's yeah. fantastic. So, mm -hmm. um, what? Uh, tell me now. You you have an audio branding podcast. Mm -hmm. um, what do you share with audiences there? Like what? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, what we were discussing before about having an actual brand to the audio that you put mm -hmm. out into the world so that people know who you are just by listening, mm -hmm. that's kind of an audio brand. Uh, the idea being that it's, it's psychological. It really is. So you will draw people to you that are attracted to that sound Mm -hmm. and repel people that aren't and that's how we basically pre-qualify who we work with <laughs> and it's also how you get raving fans because those people who really understand your brand in general and mm -hmm. specifically your audio brand are people mm -hmm. who are going to want to you know say how wonderful you are to the rooftops like that's you know people become very invested in what they pay for <laughs> okay. you know uh, marketing is uh is such an interesting animal there it really just, is there are just so many different components to it you know mm -hmm. and um and i think you know definitely one of the things that we've never talked enough about is the the audio part we talk about like you know in my business it, there's a lot of visual right? Yes, and, totally. Yeah. And we definitely do not uh, focus enough for sure in the audio part. So I really appreciate um, everything that you've shared with us today. Any last tips and advice that uh, I haven't sort of, we haven't touched upon that you want to share with the audience? <laughs> uh, hmm, not particularly other than okay. uh, that, that audio branding is something to pay attention okay. to that, that it can be, you know, and it's more than just the music and the voice. It's, it's mm -hmm. everything. It's your on hold music. It's the sounds that you use when you're hmm. um, adding things to your podcast or adding things to the video that you uh, like maybe you have like a swish sound when you move into a next scene or something oh. like that, you know, for, for the, you know, showing another picture in the staging or whatever, like, right. you know, just something to be conscious about. Okay. And I also, I don't think that it's a bad thing to repel the people who don't get you. I know like people think this is a bad thing. Like when yeah. they, when they hear the word repel, yeah. <laughs> they think, Oh, why do, why would I want to do you are not for everyone. Each no. of us is not for everybody. <laughs> no. So, so when you use a combination of all of your branding aspects and you pre-qualify the people who will really resonate with who you are, that's a good thing. Yes. You know, then you, then you can really reach the people you need to reach. Yes. It's, it's very hard for people to, uh, to be that specific about who yes. their target audience is because mm -hmm. it's so much easier to say, I'm for everybody. 
Right? <laughs> yeah, and we're you not. don't want that though. <laughs> no, we're not. No, none of our yeah. businesses are like that. So we have yeah. to be a little bit more specific and you, you become more definitely more profitable that way too. So, yeah. And I mean, yeah. understanding your own brand is always a really good thing to, to have under your belt. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you need to know who you are yeah. so that you can find the people who you will work best with. It's hard though. I know. I, I oh, it's definitely it's hard. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> is. It's a lifelong thing. Like, you know, we all are evolving creatures too. So exactly. your brand like five years ago was probably very different from the brand that you have now. So true you know, we're all changing and, and moving as we move through life. And, and, uh, you know, I still think knowing yourself is a, a, a really good thing to know, because then you know how you can relate with the people who would really benefit from using your services. Right, right. That's amazing. Thank you so much. So Jody, <laughs> how, how will people, how can people reach you? Uh, well, they can go to my website at voiceoversandvocals.com. Or the audio branding podcast is at audiobrandingpodcast.com. <laughs> Excellent. And now I know that you have a downloadable. Where can I do. you find the downloadable? That is at my website, uh, voiceoversandvocals.com slash resources. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. And so that, that'll help people. It's, it's a worksheet that will help people get thinking about their audio branding, just sort of like a bit of a deep dive and places for them to make notes and things. Okay, fantastic. Uh, I'm gonna I'm going to share that in the in the notes for sure. So thank you so much, Great. Jody, for thank joining you. me today and coming on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I think that uh, this this is a very unique episode, and I think people are going to really enjoy it. Thank you. Thanks very much. Okay. I hope it All helps. Right. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of the All About Real Estate Marketing Podcast. If you like this episode and the All About Real Estate Marketing podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and of course, share. If you have a tactic that works well and would like to be a guest on our show, reach out to me via email. My email is in the description. If you would like to learn more about real estate marketing and staging, visit my website, also in the description, to find out when the next Staging to Sell, What Every Agent Should Know class is scheduled for. Marketing doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, it's quite simple, so long as you make it all about the buyers. So until next time, take care.